Hey everyone, welcome back to another session of At My Age, hosted by myself, Nick Torres. Uh, couldn't do this without uh, definitely our producer, Ryan Francis and Grace James. Uh, we're back again for another episode. Before we jump into who our guest is, I want to make sure uh, that everyone knows we just started our Instagram. Uh, it's very bare bones, but we'd love to have you as a follower and to build our community. Uh, the at handle is at my age pod, P-O-D. Um, and when you visit there, when you listen to another session of ours, you'll quickly find that this podcast is really centered around my favorite question of what were you doing at my age? Uh, not only am I very excited to bring you different guests from not only all different ages, but backgrounds, uh, but as we were recording last night's session, towards the end of the night, we kind of looked around to each other and said, you know, this isn't just about my point of view. What I'm really excited about is the guests uh, was kind of joking around, I wonder what my parents were doing at my age. And that's the biggest thing around this community that I'm really excited to build and these uh, pathways and visions that we're going to go down together is the biggest thing that I love and I'm excited about is to hear other people asking the question to their friends, their family, their colleagues, uh, some stranger on the road, you know, what were you doing at my age? And as I've done this over the past few years, it's been an amazing journey to go ahead and, and be someone's um, vessel or someone's kind of, you know, sounding board, if you will, about what they were doing at my current age, 29, or even when I was younger. Uh, asking that question allows everyone to kind of take a trip down memory lane. And truthfully, it's the greatest way to get to know someone. So um, in episode two, I was very fortunate to go ahead and ask that question to one of my best friends, Andrew Trago. Uh, you will quickly hear that he is a man of uh, a lot of energy and um, great insights, you know, in this topic or in this sessions, we cover a lot of topic from, you know, parenting. He was 29 uh, at the birth of his first daughter. Uh, so me relating to him and where I'm at at that point was uh, very surreal. Uh, we talk about his job. A huge shout out to TregoTheDJ.com. Um, definitely go follow if you know someone who's having a wedding or anything like that. That's the website you got to go to. Uh, but overall, it was a very fun conversation to have. Uh, the first one where I got to really bounce ideas of who this, you know, what this vision is of relating to someone that I'm very close to, but kind of tapping into what they were doing at that time. Uh, so very exciting. I, I'm very excited for you guys to go ahead and check it out. Again, please um, send any feedback, uh, go through our Instagram, and uh, very excited about this session. So thank you again for tuning in. Again, enjoy At My Age session two. How are you, brother? I'm good. Welcome man. in. First time to the house. Feels good. Okay, can we get a cheers? We're gonna give some free promo. <gasps> I love you, dude. dude. How the hell are you? I'm so good. First so great podcast. You. Could you imagine? Yeah. And you're the first one. Well, I guess you're the second one, but you're the first real one. I remember when. Oh, I gotta kill the music. Sorry. Can you um, hand me my phone somewhere? Go ahead. The good, bad, the ugly. We're going, oh, baby. Straight up. Let it ride. Love it. Yeah, why my not? My one goal this whole thing was not to have the actor voice. Yeah. Like, not be like, <laughs> anime. it's just like, okay, you just need to like, like be cool, man. Like, take it easy. Oh, it's going to so. be fine. You out of all people are going to be absolutely okay. Yesterday when Grace right. and I were here, we both took edibles before. So right when we started, we got a little stony bologna. <laughs> and I remember looking at her like, okay, well, if you don't make the conversation, then I'm not going to make the conversation. Right. But it all worked out. And I don't have to worry about that with you. Do you f have anxiety like going into these? Not a single bit. No. It's the greatest thing in the world. I honestly will say sitting down here, seeing these two people crank out the work that they just put in to do this was the coolest sure. experience of my life. Like knowing that you were coming in, doing it right, it was badass. Are you like, 
like, did you have them in mind when this was happening or it takes a village or what? Um, Franny, of course, she just knows what the hell he's doing. But it's then the I have the best partner in the world, Grace, that was just Yay! literally drop anything. So I can't complain about Come it. Come through. It's Let's amazing. Go. And then you on top of it, I literally said before you walked in, it's the coolest thing to do cool shit with your friends. Oh, yeah. And we're here. It's the it's best. Insane. So hold on. Okay. How are I, you? Let's let them. No, I'm interviewing you. I love <laughs> that you do this. <laughs> you're gonna. I know okay. you're gonna do this real quick. This is why Keep we going. have a schedule in place and or make yourself at home. Kick those uh, shoes off. Oh, I'm off. kicking them out. Oh, it's me like, too. All right, cool. If We're you're back. going to treat I, I got me you. right, of course. I need you to get a little drunk, have some fun. Yeah. But we're talking about 2019, and before okay. I jump into anything that I wanted to talk about, what's your first memory of 2019? Like when I say that year. And remember, you turned 29 midway through. So you kind of have the best of both worlds going into 2019, 28. I mean, my daughter was born. I know. You September. know what I mean? Like, it's gnarly. nuts. It's crazy that we're talking about this year. Isn't that gnarly? Going into you turning 29, you turned it in July 19. July 19. Gotcha, Let's baby. go. I have notes. August 2nd. Thank you Come very on. much. Oh, he studied Pull before. Um, January 16th-ish. Ooh. 14th-ish. 17th -ish. There it is. And do you know Franny's? Franny's is St. Patty's Day. Oh. <laughs> Pretty good, right? I had one before his. There it is. Really? Yeah. Oh, dope. 12, there I it is. I love that. Um, 2019. Leo. Leo. Yeah. Powerful. What are you in going into? What are you? Cancer. I'm going to. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I've been called a cancer. Funny enough. Anyways. Yeah, there it is. We have our resident horoscope person in here at the house. What does that mean oh, for us? Um, he lives with his heart. Lives with his heart. Like a little bitch. You, you, over, you overcompensate <laughs> for closing up. I love that. Just yeah. get as loud as you can, as quick as you can. Yeah, hey, just, well, right. well, okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you <laughs> interview go. me. Go no, ahead. It's what? like, no, I, on. so I realized recently, I, I've got a really good masseuse who I know through the gym. So she's a coach at the CrossFit mm -hmm. gym. She knows everything that we're doing, how we hurt our bodies, how we have, in, um, you know, insufficient imbalances and whatnot and so um she's really gotten to work on me and so like i haven't done the work on the therapy side so like i'm reverse engineering my body and i'm mm. like why am i the way that i am and i've realized that because even though it doesn't affect me on my day-to-day -day, growing up i realized being so short that i had to build a personality no way when did that click for you when it was like that moment, do you have a memory where you were like, okay, I either can no, embrace it's just, this. No, it's just positive reinforcement. Just go straight to right. it. Right. And so that's when you go into something like this and you're like, I just want to show who I am. Like Absolutely. I'm, I am 32 years old. I'm happily married. I have a kid. I've got a lot going for me. Yep. It's time to drop the bullshit. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's a positive reinforcement factor, right? Yes. I know that I've got all this energy. I am a, a true... Uh, you know, extrovert, if you mm -hmm. will, I get energy from people yeah. and you go back into that, that groove. But I think the, the bottom line is like the, the core of your person is that you're not enough mm. when you build a facade like that. Totally. And so like, why don't I just do whatever I want to do? And if that makes me happy, like act in that moment, but also feel like I don't have to do that in order to get other people's love. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in the job that you do, which we're going to plug, TragoTheDJ.com. Cool. Come on now. Deepest. Dude. And my, my, the biggest driving factor of my personality is this. Yes, that is. I will say it's crazy to think that knowing you as a best friend, mm -hmm. that you do have two 
kind of worlds that you live in where everyone on social media and who know you as a job, right. you're the guy with the microphone, you're very extroverted, but then you also have this ability to maybe shut that down a little bit. I mean, right. when you were going into your 29 year, mm -hmm. not only were you having a kid, but you were also transitioning out of Vox DJs into your own job. Where did that kind of come into play? Yeah. So 2018 is when I met you. Okay. And uh, so you were, I was thinking about this. You were 24 when I met you just turned 25 in yep. August. Right. And so I remember you talking about this. You had Nate on. I was so jealous. I was yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> it was 2018. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty cool. And so I, I wanted to do that. And, um, and that's when I met you, but that's really the genesis of when I was trying to, I was thinking it was time to part ways with Fox DJs because I was driving back and forth from California mm -hmm. at six hours both way in the mm -hmm. car in a, in a 30 week span. I was in California for 22 of those weeks. There was just a lot of time to think, and it's really hard to be destitute, humping your, like just breaking your bones for somebody else. And what's nuts about it is that looking at, you're turning 33 this year, right? So you're yeah. 32 now. So turning 33. The years start coming and they don't stop they come coming. Come on. We're not you know over that hill, but we're approaching it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we, you're going into, it's so different to see that you were, you were then. Right. And you weren't, you were grinding. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, especially at that age, are grinding for someone else like you were. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I love to ask people, or I'm going to start asking people, obviously, episode two, is that looking back at who you are now with a retrospective who you were turning 29, is there something that stands out to you that you would tell your 29-year-old self, like, don't worry so much. Is it? Well, I thought about this is a premeditated answer. Okay. I thought about like, he's probably going to ask me like, what would it be like to, for yeah. to talk to somebody who's 29? So I really didn't imagine myself. Yourself. I was more talking about you. Oh, okay. No, this is about this is you. This your show, baby. man. You know <laughs> no, what I'm saying? No, no, no. Uh, I'm a vessel for the person sitting across from me. And it. this is about you. So um, talking about yourself at 29. I think the biggest thing that I would say is like, be more vigilant with like, um, so your twenties, I would say is like, you are figuring out how to be a human. Mm -hmm. You're just figuring out you're you're stretching the limits. You're seeing how hard you can go in different directions, both physically, mentally, emotionally, partying, of course, like mm -hmm. all these different directions, working for other people. You don't know your self-worth. So you're mm. spewing it out for other people and working, breaking your back and doing all sorts of stuff like that. So it's really a time to like find your feet on the ground. And I think like by the time that you're in the late, your late twenties, especially you, because you kind of like, skip that college cocoon phase you went straight into the workforce started working for startup companies and had like real life experience from the jump i think that you're so wise beyond your years that i would say like you now know how to live life you know what your routine is and um what goals are you know you have a trajectory to your life you have a house you have a dog you have a beautiful fiance you got a lot of stuff going for you and so i would say the biggest thing is those small red flags only get bigger mm. and that's not red flags in other people. That's really red flags in yourself. Yeah. And you say like, you know, you're not going to get prettier, stronger, healthier, unless you are intentional about it. It's not too late. It's never too late, honestly. Um, but I would say like, if you're not pushing forward in a certain direction, you're going backwards. There's no maintaining. Yeah. There's no maintaining and going it's down or up. 
Yeah, and going into where you were at at 29 in that moment, I feel like that was the beginning of your do I need to be under someone? Because mm-hmm. as especially as a wedding DJ, from the get-go, you saw that everyone really wanted to have you as their wedding DJ, but you had this middle ground of someone taking 45% of the end-all check that you were getting. I mean, there you go. He's doing a little thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, that, it, I mean, it was more. It was, yeah. And, you know, like, I don't... So I, I worked for Vox DJs for six and a half years. Um, I do not hold anything against them. Absolutely. I think that they're great people. Absolutely. No hard feelings. Comma, I think their business model got exposed. And I think the biggest time that it got exposed was during COVID. And that's why I'm committed to being a single op for as long as humanly possible, as long as it makes sense. Yeah. It's, I, there will never be the growth model of a, a horizontal, like, like, let's all just go out and do 50 weddings all at once. And like, it will be great. Hopefully, you know what I mean? It's like, no, like if I have a team, it's going to be like, let's go to our three weddings and do those and support each other. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. How crazy was it going from your about to have a kid two months before you turned 29 going into that still with that mindset of I'm working for Vox DJs doing that. So the biggest limiting factor in, in 2009, I would have left already. I think this is this is important. I would have left the company already if it wasn't for my wife. My wife was worried about medical insurance. Of course. And like, She's pregnant. And She's not that. beginning She's pregnant. pregnant. She's, She's pregnant, right. pregnant, She's pregnant like, at that hey, point. Yeah. yeah, in September you had the kids, so two months away from popping. Sorry, yeah, Grace. 100%. Literally, you're having this kind of, yeah. all right, I'm about to be a dad. Were you living in the house that you live in now or are you living no, in the older house, no, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you owning that or renting that? Owning, you bought that as well? Yeah. So then in going Gilbert. going into that, the first thing that I thought of of 2019 was COVID. Sure. But we didn't do that. That really didn't pop up until March of 2020. Right. So did you end up leaving to start your own business during COVID in 2020? or yeah, was Have it like I never the, told you this? No. Oh, sick. Or at least I don't know the granularity so of it, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because you were still technically twenty nine at this time, I just want to be clear. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool, so cool. I was July. I was twenty nine from July two thousand nineteen to yes. July twenty twenty. Uh-huh. And so what was dope was it like, I mean, at first it was like, ugh, like. Well, it's a Friday, so I might mention it to her. Like, I'm like playing the long game, the cool game, because <laughs> you don't want to, like, we're freshly married, moved to this new state, we've got a kid on the way, like, all this stuff. Like, our life has a trajectory, and for me to be like, do we want to pull the rug out from under it? Like, I can understand her point. And so you just had to work away at it slowly. And one of the biggest things was medical insurance and then having a kid and then insurance goes up when you have more people in the family. And then you look at like ultimately what the split is. I'll tell you straight up that I wish I could do math better, but I would say like Vox was covering like 25% of Mm. it and I was covering the additional 75%. I was like, what is, what are we doing (laughs) Yeah, Dude, don't even get me started on medical insurance. We could, I would, I'd be season three. It's medical insurance (laughs) again. It sucks. Um, yeah, but I, uh, so that like, we wore that away and like slowly but surely she was warming up to it. And the capstone was Saturday, February 22nd, 2020 at Hotel Valley Ho over dinner at her birthday. And I finally was like, I know I can kill this. I need you to, I need you to be all in. She's like, fuck it. And the plan was always at the end of 2020, you're going to go out on your own. So then COVID hit 
that happened and you know the world was turned upside down and it was super embarrassing because i thought that i could like work my way out of covid i think we all dealt with it in a very different way but i was like cool like let's hit this treadmill top speed for as long as we can get out of that that mm. lasted for two months and then we like really felt like th it wasn't gonna work out like that and then the antithesis happened and then on the back side of everything i was working on my stuff to go live and like telling only my parents, telling my wife, told like very, very few vendors and whatnot. Um, because I wanted to respect Vox and, and the work that I was doing, I felt yeah. like it would undercut them. And so um, I was like, at the end of the year, at the end of the year, at the end of the year, and my dad is the one where all the anxiety comes from. Wow. Overthinker, totally like, he had a shit childhood terrible mm. childhood and so he didn't feel stable he didn't feel like he could be himself and so um he just like constantly is in a state of feeling like he's not safe and therefore like being like the world's a dangerous place and it's like you're right but like also like it's all in your mind kind of yeah and so he was not he was so nervous for me he was like maybe you wait until COVID's done me and uh, oh, uh like and that's so hard as you're hearing it bricks. from him yeah your father saying that going into it and your wife's probably jesse is probably but i was i was it wasn't like we came up with this idea in february i i don't yeah. know if my footing would be the same if we came up with this idea of february of 2020 uh because we were starting to think about it in 2018 i was like bro 18 we'll figure it out we'll geez, figure it out yeah i mean 18 that's one of the notes that i wrote down to talk about is like going into 2019 going into your 2020 um your 29 year going right. into your birthday first of all what did we do for your birthday was that the year that we went out to sandbar and you did a no, super spreader no, no no that was the year after but that wasn't that parker's birthday I have that I was Parker's first birthday. The year that after. got weird. And yeah, yeah. Well, you did a super spreader because you were still traveling to California at that yes, time. That allegedly, was the, I was allegedly. In the house. <laughs> that was in the house. <laughs> that was my birthday. So you're thinking of two different okay. parties at my house. Okay. So the but following that was during the COVID party. was no. But remember, <laughs> but does, that doesn't make Wait, sense because 2019. We're gonna start talking about COVID. Oh no, because Parker was al no. I don't think Parker was alive because where would she have gone? She was alive. She was alive. No, she was no. there. Parker. Okay, so so huh. one more. Okay. So one more step. One more step to that. I was thinking about uh, one of the fails of that year. It was the very last day that I was twenty nine, and we put we went to the beach and put sunscreen all over Parker except for her eyes. Do you remember how burnt under her eyes were? She no, but I've little you do. one year old baby, <laughs> and she looked like she got punched out. Mike Tyson's punch. Oh out. my god. Okay, Dude, so yes, that was the following legend. year. Two thousand twenty was yeah. that though. Then. 20 so then when did you super spread why did we have that, that party? was the super spreader party oh my we came gosh, back from, from san diego and then i tested like a few you know what who even knows yes, when of course. but within the last seven days after that party yeah that's when when we started it going down i had I jeremiah come over we got it yeah the story. yeah of course it's, bring it's, it on of course it's 29 adjacent yeah we'll be fine <laughs> and uh and so the very first day I had some some symptoms. I went to the office with you. Yeah. I got these socks. <laughs> yeah, full He's circle. He's his wife's socks. Yes. His wife's face on his socks. There yes. you go. Instagram we ads We all have work. them, yeah. <laughs> and so it worked out. And, um, and so um, I got the socks from you and the... Um, Thick boy T-shirt. I think I lost. Oh that. yeah, nah, there are Yeah, it was a good one. It had a good run. What would you rate uh, 2019? One to ten, straight off the dome. 
I mean, I guess you'd say like a 10. Like, no way. No, like I, you, I had to think on it on what that was because it takes so long to get yourself back in that mindset. But I mean, how does it get any better than meeting your kid? But like, it's nut. Are you guys ready to hear like what it's like to have a kid? Bring it on, bro. It at twenty nine, like I can't. Drugs, but sober, it is wild. This would be what four. So I don't know, six months away. Yeah, six months away at my age right now. Right. Parker, she's pregnant. Grace is pregnant, and we're having a kid. Isn't that nuts? That gives me heart palpitations just talking existence. about it right now. I'm ready for it, of course. Not really, but sure. we're getting there. Sure. So walk me through. 29. <laughs> were you planning to have a kid at 29? We were planning to have a kid. Wow. It took us five months to get pregnant. Um, didn't think it was going to be a girl whatsoever. I have boys up and down my family tree. I was like, okay, cool. We'll put a helmet on him. You're like me, though. You're walls. such a, a, like, a woman's father. Oh, it's worked out well. Yeah, it worked out amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope I, I have it. I didn't think it was in my future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what if I'm saying? If both of us have to have, if we both had boys, this would be insane. I don't know what a Dude, gas can from an oil can is. it out all the time. Oh, my God. Not having it. holes in walls. <laughs> my grandma, my very own grandma calls me the worst kid she's ever met. Wow. Absolutely. Were you just quiet? That would be hilarious if you were. But no, yeah, the complete opposite. No. Insane. I mean, like, it's all, it's it was all right there. And it's all right there in Parker, which is so nuts. Yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck? What do you think she's going to do at 29? That's a crazy question that I was not oh, expecting that. Oh, that is nuts. You know what I thought I've been having the most since chat GPT? Oh, we're getting there. Is why would you educate a kid if you can download every part of human knowledge from... An iPad, they can just talk to it. Oh, it's the answer is this, the answer is that. I'm like, like the people who are in school, like it's one thing to be obsolete as a career with a career trajectory, but like, what do we do with these babies? Like, yeah, but see, that's, I don't want to get too deep into AI, but I just will let you know the pe AI is, is for a very long time won't take over humanity, but the people who leverage AI will dominate humanity, 100%. right? So if Parker can spin that into well, where she's going to go Well, that's why, like, why didn't Google just absorb chat GPT immediately? You, yeah. it, uh, November 30th, it came out. December 2nd, it should have been acquired. Yeah. You got the 72 a hours. A million users in like five 100%. days. percent that gnarly? It's so take crazy. A, a rocket scientist to think, oh, well, Let's just take this shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, hey, I totally get it. I don't know. But the thing that 29 years from now, I can't do math very well, but what are we in 23? So what, 51? Something around there? So what? 2051? That's, that's so crazy to think is, that she's going to be 29. I will get anxiety if I start thinking about what she's going to be doing at Isn't 29. that crazy? Fuck. What if she's like. Before you had a kid, we were having a lot. Let me rephrase fun. this. We were still having a lot of fun <laughs> before you had the kid. We had a lot more freedom to do a lot more fun things. Now, of course, your priorities change very quickly. How was that transition? Um, Something that Grace said last night was that we are probably, we're thinking about kids, obviously. And Grace made a joke that how, she wants to be the room um, teacher, classroom teacher. But she made a little joke that we're probably going to be stoned still. And I said, I think once you get a kid, that kind of changes. Yeah. There it is. And... I think it does for a majority of the point. Like, I'm already pretty paranoid when I do get stoned. Right. Thinking about when I have a kid, I think it's going to be dramatically worse. Yeah. But how was that transition from you going from a husband without a kid to now a family? Especially going through what you were just explaining with your job and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't think that there was a, uh, an aha moment. Mm. 
hundred percent. I'm terrified of that transition. No, it's so slow. And like the, the crazy fact is like, like, so we had Parker, it was a dope day. It was so cool. I couldn't believe she was there. It's so gnarly. Like you can't even believe like that something is so small and precious and all that stuff. But newborn, that ain't it. No. Like, if I had a, a newborn for 30 years, not terrible. No, Ugh. that's a stage. Yeah, for the first, the yeah. First, you yeah. know what I mean? And like, as the dad, like, you're not really in the picture, especially if your wife is lucky enough to breastfeed, whatever, um, or you're lucky enough for her to be able to breastfeed, however you want to put that. Um, you're not shit until three, four months. And then even then, like as a father to the child, oh, you're, just, you're just there. You're just somebody who holds him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's that's not, insane. Yeah. Are you? And I, I feel like going into that scenario too. I mean, in life. So, so let me paint the picture. Some people are like, oh, when the baby cries and wakes up in the middle of the night, like we're both gonna get up or whatever. But if it's your wife who breastfeeds, it's normally like the boob is the end all be all, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So why would we? tire two people at once i mean even now as parents we're t constantly tagging each other out cool you sleep in you take a nap you do it because it's like you're why like yeah unless I mean, we're leaving the house and doing an activity all as a family it's like yeah being strategic sleep. about it i totally make you know sense. what i mean going in that's the hardest thing speaking of absolutely nothing that has been the hardest thing about being a wedding dj and becoming a father that is the hardest tra transition because friday night you're raging you're having a great time you're coming back mm. home it's 1 30 in the morning you know you eat cheese on the couch watch a little ufc fall asleep on the couch wake up go to bed at four o'clock and wake up at 7 a.m to be a dad wow and it's fucking tiring. the transition from that too yep because i feel like when you were doing that prior to parker even prior to jesse too when you were kind of doing it it was really you're you at the bare minimum, you're selfish about your time. I mean, you have to be. You're you're 100%. grinding for so long. Right. Then you get a wife or even a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and that definitely changes too. You have to kind of allocate that. True. And then going into having a kid, do you feel? I think the biggest thing that when you talk about your job, mm -hmm. um, is that the weekends are so concentrated, where everyone else is the total opposite. So having a kid with that scenario and then also yeah. bringing into when you were 29, did you, did you have, again, you didn't have that aha moment, but was there really like a, um, not like a transitional moment either, but that kind of like, oh shit, this is a big deal. Like having that ability to transfer from having your selfish time into having a kid while being a wedding DJ was part. like, that's the hardest part of parenting is you have no time to yourself at this. Is it only getting worse? No. As you grow. No. So, okay. So, all right. No. It wasn't it's as like, bad as in the beginning, it, I, though. I, from what I can imagine, it's really like, no, it's honestly, it gets better. Wow. It gets better throughout. Like, even as a dad and all that, I know I joke about all that, but like, they need you less. But like, once they're like out of like, Honestly, the hardest part of, of parenting thus far has been like the one to one and a half, following them around, making sure they don't bash their head open. They can't really communicate with you very yeah. well. They're not interested. They don't play games. They don't play. Like, it's very hard to keep their attention. It's very hard to just chill. It's a very active part of your life. And you can't like be on your laptop. You can't do any of that. You can't. There's no screen time. There's nothing. It's insane. Right? It's nuts. And so... um but as my daughter has gotten older, she gets easier and easier and we like 
communicate and we yeah. negotiate and we do all our stuff and we do like, she's my buddy now. And so the, I think the hardest part that I have right now is my kid is getting very fucking annoying Ugh. and I love her so of much. Of course, a kid. Of course, but she's, <laughs> she's fu- figuring out her boundaries and like she's figuring out how to manipulate people and like all this stuff, right? Yeah. Becoming a human 101. And so that's hard and it's really easy to be like, I can't wait until they're older. I can't wait until they're in school. I yeah. can't wait until I can drop them off and rush, like, rush, rush, rush. But why? Like yeah. she's never going to be this age again. That going, that mentality of having that instant from 2019 to now, I feel that it's such, it was a blink, mm-hmm. especially with those few years, obviously with COVID and some other things, sure. but from 2019 to now, it's really crazy. And from your emotional IQ, from where you were going into your 29th year mm-hmm. and where you are now, what would you say is the biggest like sense of um, acknowledgement that you could give yourself at 29 or anyone being at 29? Like a pat on the back? No, but just like um, almost in a sense of like what when you reflect back to it, what are those moments where as you were then to how you are now? Like what are those changes? Yeah, like just on it. Mm. There's no right or wrong answer, but I'm just asking from like in four years from now, if I was in the same trajectory as you were mm-hmm. thinking back of. Were you stressing out heavy about Parker and now it's not that big of a deal? Were you more worried about like your day to day where now you're more a little bit more relaxed in the week to week? Even that comment of you saying like, I can't wait till she's older. Right. Did you ever have that thought when she was younger? Like, I'm just trying to think about having you honestly reflect on who you are now versus where you were 29. Were there any big changes emotionally yeah, that I route? Mean, no, I, th- I think that that thought has all the guilt of wanting your kid to be more developed is kind of something that all parents, mm-hmm. you know, kind of struggle with. I think that's, so I, I would, I would hope so because I would hope that I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be everybody, but I'd hope that I'm not the only one. It's not something that I like about myself. Um, I really wish that I just took her for face value, but yeah, like when they don't have, when they're not very interesting when they, I mean, they're cute as shit. Yeah. And the big, when I say three, four months is a game changer, it's because they start reacting to you Yeah. and you can start making them laugh and, yeah. they take them and they do all this stuff and like all that. And it's like, cool. Like now I can like help influence this little person. Right. Because beforehand it's like, take out your nipple, show it. Yeah. Like, that's, they're not interested. You know what I mean? They're really not. Right. Yeah. They're just going into and it. And so I, I just want to take, to be in the moment, but I've never found that in my life because I'm an anxious person and an overthinker. Yeah. So were there moments in 2019 that you were, yeah. <laughs> you guys can be noisy. It's fine. It's you guys good. are very quiet back there. Oh, Pop those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got to get Franny a mic. Yeah. Analysis paralysis sometimes, right? I think it's nuts to think about, especially when we first met each other going into that 18 to 19. Um, I'm really excited about this interview process or just like the conversations Mm -hmm. that I'll have because I do, I'm going to, I'm going to reflect a lot like in years past or whenever we talk about. And so that 2018, 19 year for me knowing you was so nuts because there was such an ample opportunity to do something that I've never been into. And so I think one thing when I was typing out some notes like today, which was really nuts is that in now when we look at each other and where we're out in our lives, I do feel that we've matured a lot in those four years. And so looking back, going into like your birthday, do you, especially having a kid born, were you amped to go into your 29th year than your 30th? Like, was that a big transition? I don't remember. Not at all. My 29th birthday. You don't. 
in a I good way or a bad way in uh I just, it just flew by yeah like that's kind of one of my um like flaws is i have a terrible memory mm-hmm. i can tell you like how i felt in a moment but like specificity of what people said what happened anything like that yeah just not something worth holding on to. were you worried about turning 30 versus 29 no not at all I think let it ride. But my mom is a very graceful ager. She is like aging nothing but my whole life. I've never, she's never been the mom in the mirror saying she's fat, like anything like never, 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 never. She has pretty great self acceptance and, and whatnot. So I aspire to be more like her, but I never, I never have that. And my dad doesn't give a fuck. Oh my God. Did you yeah. ever rock a fanny pack? He I feel like add, we should. We should get him does. a fanny pack. Oh, but of my, course. Of course. Why yeah, not? It's I'm, I'm trying to convince myself to wear a fanny oh, pack more. I don't care where it's have at. I just have that? to stop losing things you now. Could 100% do that. I feel like I need to. I lose so much. It's just a personality trait. I saw trait. a DJ on Instagram the other day at a wedding doing his thing with it over his shoulder. Did he look like you and me? No. Nah. But yeah. he kind of pulled it off. I mean, you got to rock but it sometimes. It was like, Wow, it's a statement. It was like, whoa, you're gonna bring your stuff with you when you DJ a wedding? I mean, it's like the same thing as like putting like a Vox DJ's linen on front of like, so glad to do your wedding. It's just like we don't just need right that. In your like face. you know what I mean? Totally. Like, put the back down. Like, yeah. But it was like the fashion statement. I was like, damn, all right. DJing so many weddings in a weekend, do you feel a difference being who you are now versus 29? Are you yeah, still, but just just because of parenting, really, hundred percent. If you okay, 100%. in a world that we did not have Parker, which we don't want to think Slight, about, but slightly physical, yeah, physically, slightly. yeah. What do you think your run rate is on that? What do you mean? Just in the world of being thirty three, turning thirty three, turning thirty two, turning thirty three. Where do you foresee? So one thing I do really want to do with yeah. this podcast as well, it's like a vault in a sense, right? Sure. So on this date right now, time we're capsule. talking about now time capsule exactly pod capsule we'll talk about that we'll brainstorm it off pod but it would be really cool to like in the next Throw year chat gbt we'll figure exactly <laughs> there it is i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you the research that i did on 2019 was all from chat gbt no and it was amazing oh yeah my gosh. top 10 like historical points it's yeah what it's was nuts. the top song oh my gosh okay let's think about it because i have them Drake? no no close to though 2019 i'm okay love that you asked it um Trump was in office. Yep. Economy was, was just, just banging, just, just love and life. Oh, it was great. So sorry. Um, the top song was Old Town Road. Okay. Okay. I, with, I still fuck. Amazing. Yeah. 100%. Uh, 2019. Uh, second one was Bad Guy. And then Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Oh, Those are the top three songs. 2009. Man, Gnarly, I thought that was like two years no. old. I think 2019 is the new BC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before, before COVID. COVID. Yes. Before COVID, VC. I get it. COVID happened, and that's when the world kind of went into insane. Like 2020. It goes forward. And then before COVID. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that before 2020, we looked at, at least I did, would look at videos of China and other places with masks on and be like, why the hell are you rocking a mask? And then now for that full year, we were rocking a mask the entire time. But now let's call it like it is. And and I would consider myself left of center. I would consider myself more liberal than Republican. Okay. 
But you look at those people now and you're like, what the what fuck is this guy doing? doing? Isn't it crazy? Because it's like this, like, it's like the MAGA hat. Uh, and this is not my idea. This is somebody else's idea, but I adopted it. It's the MAGA hat of the left. Oh. I'm pretty sure Rogan said that. Totally. Yeah. yeah it's like, like oh, totally. You're just, you're virtue signaling to other people like, I'm where on this Where we side. stand, where are we going? Fuck I totally off. get you're it. You're not saving anybody. It's, yeah, it's but insane. If you've, but at the same time, like in the future, if you have something like that, it's like, cool. But like, yeah, I like, think protect yourself, protect other people. That's cool. But like, if you're like, it's still out there. It's like, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone calm down. I know. And it's, what's nuts is going into 2020. I think all of us, what's so crazy to me, especially going from 19 to 20 is that pre 19 vaccine pandemics were so foreign mm -hmm. and now going into even this year, you know, depending on, you know, as we interview more people and talk to more people, I think that truly, I mean, to Ryan's point, I kind of think it was a little bit more like pre and post because now I envision a world where it's like, all right, I can wear a mask. If I am sick, I was just at a conference and I didn't was kind of nervous because I wasn't feeling so well right before. Like it is a crazy experience that route being who you are today versus back then. Ooh. Do you feel like you were so much more reckless? No, I just took it all for granted. Mm. Like you, once it's all ripped away from you and you don't work 120 days doing what you absolutely love and what you find purpose in. And, and I mean, I don't think that there's God up there in the sky writing down exactly what we're meant to be. So that means there's subjective truth to your life. You bring the truth in your own life, your own purpose, mm -hmm. you drive it. And that was DJing weddings. And then I didn't do that for four months. How that how that feel going and that was you the going fuck into do I do? how that how did that feel going to your 29th and your 30th birthday because that that really was mm. a, a big paradigm. I I literally like so J July 11th was the first wedding that I did back of 2020. And was, yeah, and it was super like pew pew pew. It's not real. Pew, yeah. pew, pew. Oh really? Like, okay, cool. No way. <laughs> and so. Um, I remember I sanitized the mic in between toasts. Mm -hmm. It was like talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. But like, that's what we thought. Like, you're like, I'm saving the world. Yeah. And so I, that happened. So I, I probably went into it with a better headspace than I would have if I hadn't DJed a wedding, but it was super cool. It was super fun. Um, yeah, it was at Soho 63. I think Maxwell was my photo booth attendant. Like, Maxwell, absolutely baby. insane. Like, yeah. Okay. So one other thing that I was looking through, cause I was Sorry. just, I mentioned, no one, I was mentioning going through that kind of idea of like July and the months that you were going into. Um, I looked through all your Instagram in 2020 night or 2019. And so the first thing that popped up was Parker in September, which was really nuts. There was another one that caught my eye and I've never, I've, not only been with you a lot of weddings, not only have I assisted you at a lot of weddings, yeah. but I have never seen you grab a mic and rap in front of your crew. Oh, yeah. You're a, a elephant man, rain man, whatever they call it, of dates. So what was the day that you had someone record you with an assistant at the booth rapping a Nicki Minaj song? Saturday, January 19th. Or sorry, Saturday, July. Sorry, Saturday, January fifth, twenty nineteen. Ooh, okay, was let's see. The date, and that was also I was in Santa Barbara. That was the same day that Jesse found out that she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah January nineteenth. 
Yeah. That's when it was. And so you, so was you posted like on that. And that was right. Re- oh, you found out that was. That was. So I was 28 at the time. Yeah. You found out that she so was this pregnant. How'd she tell you? About it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cut it. <laughs> end it. We're done. How did she tell you that she was pregnant? Uh, oh. It was like a week later that like photo shoot. Photo thing. shoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah I forgot. I, I totally forgot it was about that. Nuts. Yeah. So she planned. We were at five months and they always say like, hey, just bang uglies for like a year. And then like once you don't have a kid after that. Yeah. 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 Just like get after it for a year and then like if you still have problems after a year then you go into the but so i was starting to to deal with it to have a coping mechanism around it and just be like cool it's just not gonna be for us it's gonna be a little bit harder but like let's not give up hope like we'll start saving money in this way and like you're only my, five minutes into the year five months in your father's yeah. traits are popping right back oh, out of you baby absolutely. come on now you just shouldn't be worrying until like well, eight or I, nine I, months into nothing it. nobody can hurt me if i hurt myself yeah. first <laughs> okay that's, that's what that shield that shield um, yes Yeah, yeah, totally. Of not getting like taking a test yeah. and you're not. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, but also it's so weird when you're purposely trying to have a kid and then so many people in high school and like young twenties and stuff like that just have these accidents and whatever. And you're like, shouldn't it be like really easy? This is something I've been nervous about up until this point. Yeah. That's and my, now I can't have one. Yeah. That's my biggest thing is I tell Grace all the time that I, my lineage is so what has seemed to be very quick to populate. Yeah. So I'm very nervous about it. And that's one thing that she always talks to me about is like, you don't know how you're going to operate at that moment or how your sperm's going to be. So it's so, it's such a different mentality thinking about you going into a possible Damn, second child. I don't even know if anybody is listening right now because there has not been a through line in this podcast. A what? You know, a through line. What is with that? With you and me. Like there has not been one direction. But this No, is we're going, direction. baby. It's a, it yeah. is a whole <laughs> This is what it's all about. We're having 100%. a conversation. It's not structured. Keep, going keep into up, your, motherfucker. Yeah, baby. Going into Brought your second to you, child. <laughs> going into your possible second child and how you feel now trying are they relatable to how you were then um it kind of feels like you're working with house money kind of feels like like i already beat the house wow you know what i mean so it's like if it's meant to be it's meant to be if it's not it's not is that your mentality is that jesse's mentality or both probably both but parker's also super dope yeah you know what i mean like if i didn't like her i'd be like let's try let's get another one out of here quick i really wanted a guy no i really wanted to be like in retrospect it's been so dope somebody asked me like a while back they were like do you like being a dad i was like i like being her dad i've never Mm. been anybody else's dad totally but she's my homie and i just happened to risk my life for her and she relies on me and she ain't going nowhere yeah as does that give you anxiety my biggest, Grace no. laughed. My, no. busy, bi- my biggest anxiety about having a kid is thinking that. Protecting them? No. It's hmm. that they're going to be here forever. I know that's the craziest thing in the world. That- Everyone's giving me side eye and Grace can't stop laughing. It's just the gnarliest thing oh, to me. you just can't like swap it out? But I would say, it's just like, gnarly. honestly, the extreme that I was going to say earlier, if I had a newborn for 30 years, like I could... You know, the Moses move looks good. Put that See? shit in the basket and put it down the river. Have like, fun. It is just, wow. <laughs> you know what I We've mean? We've all thought about it. It's, it's always plan just, Z. But it's just plan like, B, maybe. But it's but. like for like uh, the rest of time, like you're just going to be something that like, like, 
leeches off of yes, you. Yes, dependent. Like, That's insane. Dep- 100%. And, but this is, they become more independent. They're playing with themselves. They're making connections outside. It is so gnarly to see her interact with people who are outside of the core family because she's figuring out where her place is in the world. Yeah. It's fucking nuts and i'm like and i talk to her like i would talk to myself it's so nuts having a second chance at life it's amplified through her every little thing that she do do is awesome she played soccer she touched the ball one time she hasn't done i think she had one assist in the first game but it like she's just in there's three kids on her team who just like absolutely kill it so i'm like yo i get it but we were at game after game after game she's playing with the grass, playing playing with the butterflies, doing all that stuff. And I'm having a great time. She's having a great time. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing as parents that we can do now in this day and age is just support and love your kid with whatever they want to do. If they're not hurting themselves, if they're not hurting the society, what do we care? Yeah. Did what you, do we care? Looking back in the last four years, did you have not realizations in a sense, but was this all just like learned on the spot? Or did you kind of have some of these mentalities going into it? Cause it doesn't seem like you were as anxiety driven when you think about kids going into your oh, first that's, kid. That's were you probably true? Right. Like, did you have this? I'm probably more anxious now. Really? As a parent. Wow. Cause you're playing chess on two levels. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's easy to play chess at once, but if you're bouncing back and forth between games, like, yeah, and the dogs and the wife and all. Yeah, you're good. juggling eight different things. <laughs> yeah. Business owner, taxes are due. There it is. It's a lot of yeah. shit. I think that's, um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Yale will sponsor this one day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. And I was thinking about that today when I saw that you're on your Instagram that she was born in September. Yeah. I think it was a pretty crazy um, existential moment where I thought to myself, in this moment, like I said earlier, I'd be six months away from having a kid. And as much as I feel that I will learn on the spot, and I know that a lot of this to a lot of parents may be nerve wracking, mm-hmm. but I, you do you figure it out. And if you're mm-hmm. comfortable with yourself as a person and can do the things that you want to do, I think with a kid, of course, there's sacrifices of time, but you kind of lean that onto them as well. Like, we're gonna figure this out, everything will be okay. Right. So going in, there's definitely a saving, like, like, a, okay, like I might not be okay right now, but you're not going to know that. Yeah, right. It, yes, exactly. And having that sure. face. And I think that's something that I admire with any functional and supportive father to whatever their kid is, is sure. that you are maintaining some sort of baseline. A hundred percent. Right. Like you are having that level of calmness, having that level of everything, that right. North Star, no matter where we may be at, like I have the family like, down. Perfect example. I, I had phenomenal parents. But my dad was a yeller and like Jess and I don't really want to raise our kid to fear us. So I have to fight that so hard because I know that I got the truck. You know me. Yeah. I got a loud fucking Yeah, voice. you do. And I could always play that. Right. And it's hard to unless she is in like physical danger, she doesn't really need to hear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? She needs reason and logic and explaining stuff. And, you know, and then like I still have I had a day on Saturday where I was so fucking annoyed with her. She it was everything that she was doing was so whiny and she just wasn't independent in this day. And I had a lot of work to do. Like I needed her to be independent in that moment, but she couldn't be. And I wanted to yell at her with I knew I could squash it, but I just couldn't. 
I shouldn't. You have to set the precedence across the board. Like I'm going to do, try to do my best every single time. But if those reactions look consistent, a kid is going to feel safe. 29 year old, you would have been able to handle that. I, don't, I, you, you don't, there's, you're figuring out as it goes. Like there is no revelation. You're never yeah. ready, but it's easy at first sleep, feed shit. That's it. Yeah. Okay. It's so easy at first. And honestly, one of my biggest revelations, I don't know when it was, but I want to say that we lived in California, so it wouldn't have been in this year, is somebody got pregnant, had a kid, and brought a six-week-old to uh, a dinner, like, in California. And I got to hold a six-week-old. I was like, oh, like, they don't pop out like a toddler. Mm -mm. This is super easy. Like, in, you know, this is super simple yeah it's not easy it's simple though the the goal the task is simple now my heart absolutely you can't take risk or you can't take chance and you can't take all the the extremes out of it i can only talk from my uh experience like god forbid like your kid has like some sort of like huge physical ailment yeah that i could not imagine i could not imagine but the hand that i was dealt was typical to the typical situation. It's, it's straightforward. It's simple. Yeah. It's not easy, but it's straightforward. Make you know it exactly what to do. Yeah. You know, we're meant to do this. Yeah. All right. So where's, what's the next four years hold for Trago? Whoa. Where are you going to be in four years? Okay. The, what the, the hard part is, is that my mind always goes to business because mm -hmm. I have the biggest impact on that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but on a personal note, you know, Jesse and I are doubling down on just like connection and communication and like just working on us yeah. and re-falling back in love and not putting it on autopilot and everything like that. So we would have better communication skills and work through stuff and work through trauma on both sides so that we're not perpetuating stuff so that we have a healthier example of love on both sides for Parker. Yeah. Cause like my parents are absolutely amazing. And if they're listening to this right now, I love you guys, but it's not like they have like a steamy romance. Yeah. That's a missing piece. Like, you know what I mean? Especially the kid coming into it too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so that's like, that's an example of like, I had uh, phenomenal parents, but like they didn't have it all. Mm. Nobody really has it all. I don't think anybody is in the exact center of the spectrum for all this stuff in order to be balanced and whatnot. So anyway, so that things would be going well with me and Jess in that way. Parker would be eight. Well, no, seven, seven and a half right now. So that would put her in. No, she would be late. Put her in first grade. She would be dope as shit. She would be showing interest in stuff. She would be in the same amount of things or fewer. Yeah, there it right is. <laughs> She'd be a little bit more focused because yeah. right now it's a lot of activities. Um, but, you know, starting to figure out what that is. I absolutely am not the parent who wants to be like, cool, how aggressive, how competitive can we get with soccer? Right. You know, or yeah. whatever the thing is right now. I think that that's a quick way to make things not fun to lose your childhood. And to it's just it's not good. Mm -hmm. It's not good. Yeah. Sorry. Like, yeah. Keep it recreational until middle school, high school, whatever that looks like to you and your family. Um, but the eight-year-olds who are like 
breaking their feet in and like doing fuetes and shit. Like, I don't, I, <laughs> that can't be my truth. So she's just having fun. What's a fuete? Um, it's like the way that you, it's like, have you ever seen ballerinas like whip around and they use their foot like that? Okay. Is that a soccer term? It is a soccer term. Okay, cool. Yes. Got and it. Good I to know. I can't wait to get a touchdown. <laughs> um, so, um, That's a, there it is. <laughs> so big things. She would be doing her thing and knowing, trying to raise her in a way that she knows that she's enough, no mm-hmm. matter what she does. She doesn't have to overcompensate. That'd yeah. be dope. Okay. That's one of the big things I want to pass on to her. Maybe another kid. Don't Nuts care. Out. Don't care about the gender. Don't care if they transition. Let don't it ride, baby. Oh my gosh, you two uh, would have it. I just uh, want them be happy and healthy. Be happy and healthy, and yeah, I honestly I don't want a carbon copy of of Parker. We already got that. I'd like uh, I'd like some new traits mixed in there. Cause I don't, I, I just want the kids to be like so different and they're going to be at different ages. Like I think four years is like, if we got pregnant, like right now, mm. that is me and my brother are, are four years apart. Like you're living two different lives. Absolutely. You know each other, but like, yeah. you don't you're, have the same friends. No like, way. Out of four, high school when you get in or like at 12 the year old, they're going to hang out. Get no the way. fuck out no of here. Way. This isn't like the Sam, like, Sam you know lot. I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got exactly. you. <laughs> is it, is it, Insane. I was thinking of the, the ones with the leather jackets, like Tom Cruise and Outlaws. Cruise Outlaws? Out. Yes. Come out and play that one. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Anyways, it was a bad reference. All right. But so it would be that. And then I'm really going in on this. But Bring I have it on. Dude, I don't know if I really, when you're in the trenches as a business owner, like, I know my next steps. I know my short-term and medium goals. But I think one of the biggest things that I had to let go in my mid-20s was that I was not going to pick a permanent career pathway. There is going to be an expiration date. There is going to be an exit strategy. It's going to be slow. It's going to be like tip the tipping of like weights. You know what I mean? It's just going to slowly go over in that direction. But you just have to have faith in yourself that you'll get it done and you'll read the moment and you'll adjust and you know what do you've done which is so nice to see that you so really did go from there so i don't even think there. about this stuff is is yeah. kind of the point of it just that day-to-day vibe and just kind of like going yeah. through just i know exactly week. where we're going like um in the immediate future uh i was raised really christian and i think about this this first even though i don't really identify with Jesus Christ being my Lord and Savior. Shout out to my brother who's a worship leader. Uh, praise um, be, baby. Praise be, baby. <laughs> and, uh, but there's a, a old uh, psalm that's, uh, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my heart, mm. which is, and I think there's something that goes into it with like kind of knowing like a, like a, you know, if you're holding an old gas lamp, like you can only see the next few feet in front of you. You can't see all the way down the hallway. You can't see, but you don't need to know it. It's like, I'm just dealing with this. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Some would call that faith. Trago's brother. Got you, baby. So Bring me on. Out, Come on baby. now. <laughs> um, and then um, business wise, the, the goal is to continue to keep a high quality, to take care of everybody, to have a bunch of people like, hey, I need a DJ. Trigo, like that is humbling in and of itself. Um, I have over the last year, year and a half, aggressively raised my prices, but that is just because I am really bad at saying no. Mm. Uh, solely, 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 solely. Like I just, there's so many people pulling at my coattails to do what I absolutely love and I'm addicted to killing. 
Yeah. I'm addicted to murdering. Was there any transition from... Or, <laughs> Clip that out. There it is. <laughs> He's never going to get hired From again. Jesus to loving how to murdering, baby. You Come know what now. I mean? Uh, was there... Did you see an increase from when you were 29 to now on the passion that you have for this job? Do you think it stayed consistent or was it just something different now that you are your business owner and you're you versus working for someone? Did that ever dawn on you? I don't know if I can distill that feeling, but I am definitely more passionate than I was when I was 29, 100%. But I'm more passionate than I was from 25 to 29 and so on and so forth. So on and so forth. Like it's just been an upward trajectory. Yeah. It hasn't been anything that I... You know, my temper's a little bit shorter on wedding days. Like if I'm working with slapdick vendors and shit like that, I'm like, I've, I've, I name names, baby, any, name yeah. names. Come and, on now. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can't. Uh, I I feel bad bad saying that, but you can't pull over anything on me anymore. Right. Like, I know what all. your job is. I know what my even if I've never done your job, I know what your job is. I know what my job is. Let's let's do it right. Let's not be cheap. Let's take care of the client, so on and so forth. Uh, let's not be lazy. Let's not be late. Let's yeah. be professional. I mean, I, your boy is about to get mad on some of the stuff that he's experienced recently. But that's what makes you appreciate the professionals that you work with and that you go to bat for. Yeah, but that's the biggest thing that I've like t- totally like. And I don't need to be everybody's best friend. Like if we don't uh, organically gel at the the vendor meal or whatever. I'm not pushing it. I'm not passing out my business card. I'm not saying we should circle back. I'm good. You know where to find me. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of, and it's knowing your worth. It's like, I've put so much of my personality, so much of my worth, so much of my identity into this job. And I have, I have to start believing the people around me that I'm not going to fuck it up every time because I get nervous every single event, which Which is is a good fact about me. It's great. Um, And so if I'm actually going to, like believe the sample size and believe all the people that I've served and whatnot. Um, it's just like, I don't know. It, I think that's part of getting older. It's like, I have enough friends. Right. Unless, is that nuts? Unless you're like super, I'm, I'm always open to that, but it's gotta be organic. It's gotta be a vibe. It's gotta be a thing. Mm-hmm. I know myself well enough that like, I'm a good enough DJ that I don't need to be everybody's number one recommendation. Would that's you, cool. that's we, cool. With that statement. Go with that person. I'm sure they're great because at the end of the day, like also the unique thing about a wedding DJ is that you're throwing a celebration. You're throwing a party for other people. How you do that is freestyle, whether you're DJ heavy, MC heavy, playing a certain genre heavy, whatever it is, it, yeah. it, it works for different people in different ways. Would you have anything to say specifically, whether it is working or personality or emotional from now to who you were 29 in this moment in time? Was there like a, well, the biggest thing is during that year was COVID. And I would say the biggest thing that I would tell, go back and tell myself in that first few months of COVID is it's all going to be okay in the long run. And so chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we just didn't know that that was the case. It was the most existential crisis of my the life world collapsing the world collapsing and and you know the world as we know it kind of dissolving and whatnot but it all worked it all worked out yeah. you know what i mean for the best i don't know but it worked out um 
And so I would just be a little bit more patient with that. If something like this happened again, I would try to lean into that and say, we've been here before. We'll do it again. Yeah. It's that old song. Do you know that war hymn? We did it before and we can do it again. No. That's a Rob Drago special. <laughs> okay. That's a Rob Drago special for sure. We'll uh, uh, go ahead and clip, clip that. It. Yeah, clip that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know. Like I would just say like, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's just the joy of growing up. Like I love all of it. I love being young and dumb and I love being, you know, old and tired and, you know, beat down. Yeah. Isn't it's the so greatest. Fun. It's the best. Living life is so dope. And I think going into this, which I'm really excited about too, is the, the moment that I was telling you like right before we sat down was just so surreal mm. that there's people in this world that, can have a spark or kind of have an idea. And then it really is amazing to see like the community around you. Mm. So it's really cool to be able to kind of lean on others and be like, all right, I, ha I have this idea and I want to go forward. And now that I feel like, especially in our friend group, we're a little bit more um, fortunate to be able to kind of spur the moment, do something that may, we may, may have not been able to do, especially, you know, in 2019. I think we were all kind of grinding and making ends meet, thinking that this is all we're going to be for really right. well, having aspirations for greater sure. um, income, greater happiness, greater you know health and all of that. And it's been pretty crazy over the past four years to see that. Just financial freedom. Money changes people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You should see your hair right now, sir. It <laughs> it's, it's amazing. But the money changes people sometimes, sometimes. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to say was... Yeah, there it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, um, it's amazing. It's so, it's so, um, effervescent. My hair. Yeah. It's, it's glowing very much. So, uh, no, it's so, it's so, um, incredible to be able to look back and that's what I'm so excited about this and it, selfishly being able to look across the table and have these conversations to be like, you did grow regardless if you think that's for better or for worse. I think we all think about we don't think about the journey. We only think about the destination. Correct. And I love having this conversation about having like, right. When you were my age at 29, you were thinking about all these issues and problems. And now they may have not been that big of an issue or problem. Correct. Right. And so it's cool for me to have this out of body experience during these interviews to be like, all right, well, the dishes aren't done, but everything's going to be okay. Right. And I might not have all the most money in the bank account that I've always wanted, but look at where we've came. I mean, well, I mean, let's jump into it with this podcast. I think that you're going to be great. You're fucking magnetic as shit. You're awesome. You're always good vibes. You always bring out the best in people. You're super communicative, super chatty, super inquisitive. Air horn this you're part, gonna be, please. Clip you're it, You're going to absolutely crush it. There is no <laughs> doubt about that. I don't know why I launched into this, but I feel like I just lost my momentum. What did you say right before this? First of all, I love you for losing your momentum. Thank and second you. of all, it was saying that it was just so cool to look about how where we were to now. And to be able to take a step back in these well, interviews. Well, that's the biggest thing that. is like, so you're, you are magnetic. You are a force. You are so much, a, you're a ball of energy, right? But you don't stop. You're like me. I think like that's yeah. one of the things that we're similar about is like, you don't stop. You don't smell the roses. You, there's so much to do. Yeah. But this is the only life that we have. So you might as well stop. And it's so refreshing. And it's also, this is so cool because like as a friend, like when's the last time that we've sat down and had this long conversation? It was at Perch. The, at the bar? At the bar. In Tempe, yeah. In Tempe. Totally. 
a year ago at least at like, least yeah it was a very long time ago and we always and we always ask we're like let's just go get a drink but of course we like djing we like partying we like sure. doing all the stuff at johnny's house and having a good time but and there's other people around which brings different dynamics totally that stuff. it's so nice to kind of just zone in and be like especially during that year it really was when we first started on all of that to like mm-hmm. be able to kind of you know me jump out of a corporate world into this and like take the leap of faith and then COVID hit and all that kind of went down, which is absolutely gnarly. But I think I should remind you and tell the listeners about how we met though, which was, I was your recruiter Yeah, and I had all these, it was Craigslist ad, poorly done, whatever, throw the net out wide, figure out who's worth it or whatever. And you just jumped off the page. And then as soon as I got you on the phone, I was like, Oh my God, I'm talking to, me five years ago or whatever it was it was like because that was the thing with with the craigslist ad is i saw that initial craigslist ad i was like this is me Mm -hmm. i got this shit and that's why i came into class and i was like how like i was finished class in may i started djing weddings in june it's done like you know what i mean and so I felt the same way with you. I remember being like, you're like, oh, I'm the ox cord king at the office. Like I'm all this stuff. And I was like, I was like, oh my God. And he's bringing the best vibes and he's pumping me up. He's like, you're doing a great job. I was like, I'm doing a great job. (laughs) I think like two months, two months into knowing you was your birthday. And I sent you a, a video of me hyping you up on your birthday. I know. And it was like two months into it. It was just, yeah, it worked. Well, it just it, worked so what well. Was no, so, okay. So let's put a pin in that. So then I, I remember being like, I have so many calls to make right at this moment that I overscheduled myself and being like, dear God, please just get to the goddamn audition. You're going to be great. Like, yeah. don't worry. Just go. I'll see you. Just, just see me there. Get there, like live up to the hype, absolutely crush it. I've got you and Bryson and a bunch of other people in the class. And I remember just being like, please don't show favoritism. I remember thinking that whatever you do, make sure that you don't make these two teachers pet. Right. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And then we went on that trip. The California and it was all done from there. But yeah, legendary. It was insane. The birth of Johnny, like. Bryce, that was, yeah, <laughs> we'll have Johnny on. To, I am so absolutely. excited about Johnny having him on. That's a big moment in time for him. Oh, I'm man. very excited to talk That's about him. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool having more mics and having like a group atmosphere. I also wanted to spin this into a spot where we have multiple people on and we're all talking about it 29 at the same time. Like I have like two, three or four mics going at the same time and having like an 80 year old, having a 50 year old having a 30 year old yeah. and another one like having all cool. these dramas just in one like melting pot. Cause when was the last time you talked to an 80 year old about what they were doing at 29? That's why I love this. Yeah. That's why I love this podcast. Cause no matter who I talk to, there will be a time in a conversation where I asked you, what were you doing at 29? And the spark gets lit. Right. I'm having like this. And that's why I have like, ideas of like, you know, bring up if someone's 80 years old, they don't know what they had for lunch. So bringing back what they were doing at 29 and having that spark of like the songs, imagine we're having old town road is the number one song in 2019. What the hell was going on in 1955? Yeah. You know, like what was happening at that moment in time and all of those kind of crazy dichotomies of what was going on now. These people though. So it all started with doing a full um, lineage of my family. So starting at my elder and going down to my younger. And that's what I wanted is having like, cause I have aunts and uncles who are span. There's the eldest like Uncle aunt Bob and all that. Uncle Bill. Yeah. Yay. Oh, absolutely. Oh, You're good. He's there. Uh, we'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> aunt Barbara is the eldest 18 years old, older than my mom. So there's a huge span yeah, of yeah, ages. Yeah. My first cousins are 20 years older than me. And that's going to be in, I, I'm telling you, this is going to be invaluable. Insane. Looking back, future kids, 
Hopefully they all meet them. Hopefully they're all healthy. But what if they're not? Yeah. You know, and they'll have this time capsule of this person in this day and age. And having like an actual really video. Cool. And that I was trying to not ask what your parents are doing at 29, but that'd be awesome to have them on too, which would be really yeah, crazy. Be be like, what were you doing at that point? Um, so I'm excited to see this where this goes. Yeah, I think. That'd be weird. Right? Wow. How crazy is that question of asking what were your parents doing at 29? Were they married? And how old were they when they had you? What were they going through? I think the world is such a different place in different times. Yeah. And being able to have an hour or so of tapping into like. It doesn't feel sticky with you, which is nice. Great. I love that. You know what I mean? It's not. I think that it's was like, the big it's thing. Like a, it's like all based off of a question, which makes you feel like you would be Howie Mandel, but. No. Um, I don't like touching people, so maybe I'm a yeah, little bit Howie, are. but uh, that's, <laughs> that's actually the complete opposite. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm really excited about it. Like my brother-in-law's mom at 29, like just moved here from Korea. Didn't know a spick of English. Like didn't know literally anything. Didn't know a lick of English. Here we go. And uh, <laughs> there it is. And uh, mark that time down. We'll be okay. That'll be a clip it there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm really excited about it, man. I yeah, think it's going to be really the fun. Moses thing down no, the road. we're leaving everything. Oh, great. I want it to be all unedited. I think that's a big thing, too. We were Fuck talking it. about that, too. Like, Fuck it. Why? Who cares? Yeah. Like, your, things are going to go good. Things are going to go bad. Right. But let's just and, shoot all this out. You know what? Like, at this day and age, like, if somebody wants to cancel you, they can cancel you. Unless you're like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, please do. You could, you could find, you could find, you could find fault with some, you can paint a narrative of basically anybody doing anything, especially yeah. if you put yourself out there. So what it, rather than being nervous about how I'm putting myself out there, why don't I just put myself out there just and shoot then it out. let the chips fall where they may? Yeah. What's we the worst that's going to happen? I, I don't have enough money. My family dies. Oh and- my gosh. Here we go. On that note, <laughs> um, real quick, leave us with uh, some words of wisdom. Where would you uh, not only give yourself, but like, what's your vibe? What's this year bring to you? What does this year bring to me? So like this time next year? No, just like this year. What's like, we're March. What are your, what's your kind of motive or what's your goal for this going into this year? And you all, you're turning 33. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's a, there I've, so I've got, I guess we, we didn't put a button on like the professional side. That's the thing that I have the most like influence on or whatever. I keep taking care of people. I keep raising my prices. I find, uh, the, uh, sweet spot of work-life balance. I think that's 60 weddings a year, give or take five. Um, and I'm not close to that. So we'll just keep raising the prices slowly, but yeah. just keep doing that until we find like the ceiling in, uh, in Phoenix. And I don't know. We'll come to a crossroads of like, do I want to go national international as a wedding DJ? It's a lot of not sleeping in your own bed. Like, what the fuck are we doing this all for? Yeah. Like I, you know, there was a really great, um, person on, um, actually two bears, one cave with Tom and, and, uh, Bert. And he was a guest bear and his name's Ryan holiday. I don't know anything about him. Daily Stoic. He's uh he's like a modern day philosopher. Like, I don't know. I mean, he would be put in the same category as Jordan Peterson, but he's so different. Right. Um, he's great. And so one of the things that he was saying is like, you cannot, because you can get hit by a bus tomorrow, whatever it is, you can't sacrifice the present for the future. And so mm. like, just really, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally. Just really believing it, enjoying the journey. I'm enjoying my, uh, 
my career journey, raising Parker, my marriage, like all that stuff is awesome. We're just, it's all different seasons. It's all sand going through your fingers. We've all like, you know what I mean? Like just you're, you look around at sometimes like you look around sometimes when you're creating these moments for people and you're like, this isn't going to last forever. But right here, right now, the world is unified. It makes sense. The universe is all in one spot. It's all love. And it's so cool. So like, I just want to be more in the present. Mm. How are you going to do that? What's your, uh, I don't fucking know, Nick. (laughs) We have to ask these questions right there. That's it. it. (laughs) That's it, brother. Well, I love you to death, man. Thank you so much for this. This is fucking amazing. Congratulations. I hope that, uh, it will make sense for me to come on in the future, but if it doesn't anyway, I can be the fill in the fuck up. I can truly care if this doesn't make any money in the world. I'm so happy that I think you're going to do really, really well. I think it's going to feel like success. I don't know what that success looks like. Having this moment in time sitting here is the it's success. The success. It's the coolest. It's the coolest thing. We have a GoPro. We have another camera. Like it is the, it is, I think that's what I was trying to portray when we first started this is that I sat down and it's very surreal. It's super cool yeah. that we have the ability to do this. And when I, we released the first one with Grace last night and my mom said, I don't think I ever, and you kind of commented on this too, like you release a podcast. Like yeah. it's just, sometimes it's gnarly to think that this is going to go out to the world, but sure. then in a world where you don't have to be afraid to put yourself out there, you don't right. have, you literally have the means to release a podcast is absolutely nuts. And I'm very happy that you were a part of this so early on in a year from now or sooner, we're going to have you back on and we're going to do this all over again, but we're just going to be a lot more drunk. Because we're gonna be more comfortable. So I know, be okay. we, but it, fe- it's the it first felt good. One. Like yeah, the first, we have to like, figure it out. Five minutes, kind of. Yeah, it, settled in. Once I poured out my heart, I was like, "Well, I know." Can't get more embarrassing than that. Look at the worst part Straight of it. Straight off the top, What's, baby. At the Fuck end of the day, it. at the end of the day, you're probably gonna get more people off of this because you're now a sponsor. So that's gonna be great. Dude, and yeah. then Me and uh, liquid, yeah, yeah, liquid yeah. IV, Miglob Ultra, um, White Claw, and Coors Light seem to be the the sponsors of tonight. So. I love you, brother. Cheers, man. Oh. Love you. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers. everyone. Cheers. 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 Cheers, my love. We're doing the first one. Thank you, brother. Love you. First one done, so. Dude, give me a hug, brother. And just like that, episode two in the books, wanted to give another shout out uh, to my producing team, uh, Ryan Francis and Grace James for making the night that much more incredible. An amazing, amazing guest. Uh, Thank you so much, Trago, for jumping on. Again, a shout out to his uh, website, at tragothedj.com. There you go, tragothedj.com. Weddings are primarily what he does, but if you need a DJ, that is absolutely the guy to go to. Uh, Overall, thank you all for listening this far into it. Uh, Again, follow us on Instagram. We'll be coming out with video content here soon, so be on the lookout for YouTube and everywhere else you can get your podcast. We will be coming out with a Spotify connection uh, as well as Google Play here in the future for all your Android users. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Be on the lookout for more episodes. Until next time, everyone. Thank you.